Hello, all of you Bulletproof Marketer fans out there. It's your host, Christopher Tompkins, and you are listening to one of our classic BPM episodes. So I hope you enjoy. Hey folks, and welcome to the Social Marketing Academy. It's your host, Christopher Tompkins, getting comfortable in my chair. Uh, We have a really good show today. If you are interested in reviews, what is the power of reviews for your business? Well, I have an expert that is from my network, Artu Harrow, who is also the CMO of Trust Mary, which is a really great platform for reviews and video reviews, but he'll let, I'll ask him some questions about that later. Um, so if you are looking to really learn about the power of reviews for your business, R2 is your man. So I'll introduce him in just a second, but before we get started, thank you for watching and listening. We are streaming on YouTube and Facebook, and we also are available on any podcast channel that you have, all for absolutely for free. The show itself, what we're trying to do is pay it forward. I have wonderful people on my network that are talented in many different areas of digital marketing. So I want to bring them to the forefront so they can answer your questions. So the questions we're going to be going through on every episode are ones that are generated from you, the audience. So Got some great ones from you for uh, about reviews and the power. So I'm going to be bringing R2 on for a minute. But if you have a question that you would like to have answered on one of our um, upcoming episodes, please do not hesitate. Get in touch with us. Go to my agency, which is the Go Agency. Been around for 11 years doing digital marketing. Um, you can click any of the links and the contact or the chat on that page to ask any questions that you'd like to see featured in a future episode of the Social Marketing Academy. Whether it be topic or question, just let us know. And um, I get all of this information. So please, wherever you want to do, DM me. I don't care. Ask questions. I'll answer them for you. And if you want to listen to or watch other episodes, you can see all of our episodes on our website, on our podcast page. And please check out the blog. It has lots of good content on there, as well as we're offering a free e-course that is a pop-up that you can try out as well. Now, what we want to go into is who is Archeo? So... R2 is the CMO of Trust Mary. Um, Trust Mary tells the stories of ordinary people. The stories that help prospective clients choose you because they want to build your, um, the trust because they want to rely on you. Um, so it, these stories help your company stand out in today's flooded marketing landscape. So this is a big, big review um, based platform. They started as a Finnish startup in 2016, and today they have offices in Finland, Sweden, and the USA. They employ over 50 talents and work with more than 900 companies. So obviously, proof and concept, folks, a lot of people are working with R2 and the rest of of Trustmary. Um, They also have a global network of professional videographers um, for North America, Australia, and Europe. And I'll be talking to R2 a little bit more about that when we bring him on, because videos are extremely important whenever you are dealing with reviews for your company. R2, here he is. Welcome and welcome to the Social Marketing Academy. Thank you very much, Chris. Thanks for inviting me. No, no problem. Uh, Just kind of like I always ask the guests to kind of do a quick intro just about their experience and a little bit about their company. So the floor is all yours. Thank you very much. Um, so Trustmary is the company we founded in 2016. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and my experience in this area is ba- ma- mainly 
uh, with Prosmeri and with our 1500 customers, we have been doing business together. So, so that's my main experience in, in our field. Yeah, which is great. I mean, and it's a, it's a, it's an amazing to see the growth of your company over the last time since I've spoke with you, which probably like six or seven months ago. I mean, it's almost like more than doubled. And I, I do feel that it, it is, it just is proof and concept that a lot of companies, whether they're just starting out, they've been in business for a while, or they're in a big growth period, need to really focus on reviews. And I mean, I could, I could say that, um, over in 2020 alone, the amount of clients that were coming to me saying, oh, wait, 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 everyone's telling me that reviews are really important now. And I always say, they were always important. You're just thinking about it right now, <laughs> right? They were like previously, they were more like a differentiator. Like if you were using reviews and now it's kind of the almost mandatory to keep your business up and running. So, so but it's very important still. It is. And I got some, I got some uh, questions from our audience that I wanted to share with you. Uh, and um, some of them will seem pretty, uh, will seem basic to some, but a lot of people do have these questions, even if they are uh, really great at marketing for years. What is an NPS and what does it mean? Yes, NPS, Net Promoter Score, that's uh, maybe one of the most common used customer loyalty metric. And, and that's, uh, there is a lot of, uh, of, of course, we could argue uh, or discuss along like what are the benefits and, and uh, the other side of the metric, but uh, there is a lot of, lot of good things if you use NPS. Okay, that's a very good indicator how well you are doing with your customers. Then it's also easy indicator compare your business to other businesses because there is a lot of data available like what is the nps from of uh, different yeah. companies but then um, related to reviews it's also a very good uh, indicator like uh, who might be promoters of your business and then uh, who might be the customers that they they actually can provide uh, nice reviews to you so okay, there is a lot of different ways here's another question as a follow-up question this is one that i was asked the other day um, we were doing a competitive analysis for uh, one of our new clients and we were showing them the NPS of the website because we like to look at website authority. And we saw that we, one um, NPS was 65 and then some of their competitors were 72 and 73. And then they asked us, what, how do we get that higher? What, what do we do to increase that? What is the, what's, what's the answer to that? First of all, 65, 73 those are excellent results yeah right first of all so then i would it's very difficult to say how to how to make the move from 65 to 73 but um i didn't really even see like a big difference there mm -hmm. so uh but uh yeah of course but on that level already which is a very high number it, it comes to very tiny little details most likely mm -hmm. but uh yeah, maybe I should know a little bit more about the case. Uh, of course, um, <laughs> to give practical tips. But yeah, great results. Yeah, not, yeah, I was I was pretty impressed with it, and it's kind of it is it is uh, what I what we said to them too that you know that you're getting such good results. You know, just because you want to get those five points higher, it's not always going to make that difference. But if you're like if your net promoter, if your MPS is like twenty and your next, your next competitor is 50, then that's obviously, there's some changes that can be made to kind of lift you up in that way. Yeah, 
and the NPS itself doesn't actually help you in anything. It only tells you a result, but it doesn't give you a feedback. What could we, uh, what could we do better? So then, uh, in addition to NPS, you also need that real feedback from customers, and you need to be able to kind of uh, uh, research more deeply, like what is behind the number, if you want to make improvements anyway. Okay, another question that I've had um, for us today was uh, testimonials uh, are always something that, uh, and this is, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do an amalgam of questions into one. It, 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 asking for testimonials is something that I feel many companies don't feel comfortable doing, but they need to be doing. How, is there a way, how do you facilitate that so they feel comfortable in that process? Yeah, we have noticed that uh, it's always a little bit kind of, um, especially if you don't have data, like if the customer is satisfied or not, it's always kind of a little bit yeah. uh, like uh, people are a little bit scared of asking review directly. And uh, so then like how we do it for our customers is that we don't actually ask uh, review or testimonial directly, like uh, we we never do that. Basically, we recommend our customers that let's us uh, start asking feedback and uh, NPS and feedback, and then based on that data, when then we can uh, we can convert that feedback to review and testimonial. So then we can set different kind of conditions and rules that only those who are kind of comfortable of uh, sharing their review or their feedback in public then only those will be converted to review. So that's kind of the good way of uh, doing that. And also also kind of provides uh, maybe a little bit better content when you are asking feedback, not reviews. I completely agree with you. And I think that if anyone's listening to my the sound of my voice right now or watching us, you know, uh, you have to get over your fear of asking for testimonials um, for yeah. because, it's, because it's, it's, it helps you in many different ways, which we'll cover and the next next few questions. But one of the things is some people think like, oh, I just, you know, I'm just not comfortable. I know they're gonna say things, but I just hate asking people to say nice things about me. Get over it yeah. because your business needs it. And it really does help. If you're putting exactly. your light under a, bush, a bushel, I mean, people need to know that your service and your product are great, right? Exactly, and yeah, yeah. and if you make it like, uh, if you don't think about reviews at the first point, if you just think, okay, let's start asking feedback from our customers, then the barrier is so much lower. Yeah. And then uh, but after that, it's much easier also to start asking those reviews and even better if that, that will be happen, like if that happens automatically. So so yeah, you're right. Yeah, and I think that if, if what we're talking about here is that it's never too late to get started on this. So don't feel that you just haven't asked for years and now that you're gonna ask, you're gonna cause problems. Um, the people that love your product are going to continue to love your product. If you've ever done anything wrong, you're going to learn about it, which is powerful. It's, it's absolutely powerful for customer service. There's not one piece of information that you're going to find out that you're not going to like, unless you're easily hurt by anything. Yeah. Um, I think reviews are something that when you get that good one, you feel like you're at the top of the world and then you get a nasty one and you get knocked right down to the bottom. It's getting that thick skin because this is how you build your business. This is how you market your business. Um, this shows the value. This, these are just yeah. the people out there that are purchasing your product or using your service that say, have to say what they think about it. Um, I know I've received, what I do is when we finish with clients and we're, we're a service-based company, um, yeah. we do exit interviews. 
Yeah. What could have we done better? What changes? What, what, how did you feel things worked? And from that, we were able to um, enhance our onboarding, enhance our reporting, and do lots of different yep. things. Yeah. And based on our experience after doing this with uh, thousands of companies, like most, like there is a lot of companies who are a little bit afraid when they are starting doing yeah. things. But I don't remember a single company that they actually would like to reverse their decision to actually start doing that. So then like after they have just, uh, they have taken the first step, mm -hmm. then uh, they are not afraid anymore. That's pretty much hundred percent always. And also there's, there's firms like Trust Mary out there that you can go to and they will walk you through this process. You don't have to feel like, oh, I'm just gonna sign up and then I'm just a number. It's never like that. You're gonna be onboarded properly. We're going to take a look at the whole situation and figure out what the best way of action is. Um, yeah. Because there's different ways to engage, right? In terms of that process. So another thing, okay. So social proof, how important do you feel that social proof is in, in our current digital marketing landscape? Um. Okay, there is a lot of different views. Uh, yeah. And of course, depends on the industry, on the business, etc. But at least for many businesses, it's actually really important based on the data, what we have been collecting from our customers. Like how, for example, one of our features is that the, you, can, you can improve website conversions and then you can measure the exact result. So based yeah. on that data, it's important for many businesses uh, but then if you are like, um, it, like for some business, it's more challenging to, to measure that. But mm -hmm. anyways, I would say the social proof in, in, in a format or another is always important because that's how we people are. We, we mm -hmm. just, uh, we just want to get support for our decisions and, uh, yeah. and from, from our colleagues, from friends, from other customers. So. But yeah, and I, think, and, I, and I think also, I think also if if the social proof, if you're looking at it like a social proof pop up that goes to the lower third of your website, uh, and it just pops up and it says four star review, just purchased four star yeah. review, five star. I really feel that if you're a product company, that helps along. If the if your consumers are not super, like the consumers or potential consumers are not really sure about you, I mean. I've seen them work extremely well for lots of different industries, but especially if it's a supplement, if it's a natural health mm -hmm. product, if it is something that's supposed to affect your health or some way, shape or form, or make something easier, which all products kind of do in a way. But um, the, those pop-ups saying five stars, five stars, five stars, this is amazing, this changed my life. People are gonna look at that and go, oh, these are real people. This is, I'm gonna take, a, I'm yeah. gonna stay a little bit longer on this website rather than just bouncing off. And yeah, and what, what we have noticed as well, it's, it actually matters quite a lot what kind of content you have mm. in that. Okay, now if we are talking about those uh, social proof pop-ups, there is also, of course, a lot of different type of social proof and a lot of different ways how you can uh, promote your social proof. But uh, if you are discussing about those little pop-ups for, uh, as an example, uh, that also matters uh, what is the content there. Mm -hmm. and, uh, but yeah, it, it can for some. It doesn't make the heaven for every business, but uh, for majority of the businesses, I, I think there is a way how they can they can improve their results. 
Absolutely. And I think I want to, one of the things uh, we wanted, I wanted to talk to you about is conversions and also um, video content and the power of video content. In terms of um, improving conversions on a website, what role do you feel that reviews play and, and what, what, what can people put into their website to help with conversions if we're talking about reviews? Okay, you mentioned video reviews. Um, uh, I have like immediately one, one case coming to my mind that they mm -hmm. were, they started with the written reviews and they improved their results based on data about uh, the loss, maybe about 20% yeah. improvement to their uh, conversions, existing conversions of their website. And then uh, video reviews are something that it's still like, okay, it's easier like every day, but it's still challenged and uh, difficult to get them from your customers. Uh, but when you get those uh, for that one customer, they were able to improve the conversions from 20% to um, 70%. So that was a huge impact only wow. because of the video review. But that's only one customer case. But uh, but if we combine all the data so far, we can see that video reviews are like let's say two three times more effective compared to just the written reviews. But at the same time, it's more challenging to get. Um, but yeah, that's um, it's uh, there there is uh, it's possible to make a big impact on your existing conversion goals. So what, what, we're talking about video. What what are you doing at Trust Mary to support the video um, review initiative? What what services do you offer? Uh, we have a feature. You can uh, you can collect feedback in video format. Uh, oh, that's cool. But you, but you can also collect like with any device. You can in our survey you can record a video review, mm -hmm. and then uh, we get. Uh, we ask if that's something the customer is willing to share and you get all of those things in place as well. But yeah, it's kind of the seamless flow from NPS customer feedback to review and, and even using that video, for example, in a pop-up on your website. When do you feel that um, it's important for someone to start considering adding a review, a, a review collection aspect to their marketing plan? Uh, whenever you have your first customer, then uh, immediately after that, I, I would start asking feedback and then also reviews because that's like the, one of the most efficient ways of actually accelerating your customer acquisition that you can prove that you have customers, even though you only have one single customer, you can, you can have one review and that can help you to get the second customer. And then, yeah, that's kind of the, that's my thinking. I agree with you. And I think also another thing, one thing I see that a lot of people do that I don't love um, is, hey, mom, can you write a review for me? Um, I just started my new agency. And, and that's, she's going to have your last, same last name. So it's going to look weird. But um, yeah, looking the same as your face in your website as well. <laughs> exactly, right? And, and one of the things that um, I always suggest is if you are consulting with people, you do network with individuals and you do share knowledge, you can ask those people for reviews of your knowledge. So yep. there's, there, it's, it's, it, can be, it can go beyond customers, but just be careful. Just because I shook your hand at a networking meeting, which you know, uh, it, it could last, it could be brief and I got your business card. It's like, oh, 
I'm going to ask them for a review. Let's trade reviews. I'm going to say some, uh, I'm going to say make something made up about you and you say something made about me. Those reviews look so fake when you read them with all the other reviews they're around. Yeah, but uh, it, like one of our customers, they, they started with the pilot program. So then they collected feedback and reviews from pilot customers. So th yeah. those were those were not paying customers, but they were real customers anyways. And, uh, and that was a real feedback from them. And then they were able to even convert a few of them to review. So then when they launched the real product, uh, they already had few reviews there. So that's also one example how you can, how you can do it. Mm -hmm. And that's a really good, that's a really good idea. I think just asking for reviews in general is a really good idea. Um, having, okay, well, here's a question for you. This is kind of, uh, I think it's, it can come down to taste. Do you feel that it's important for the reviews to be throughout a website or that they should live on a testimonials page? Um, usually if you have testimonial page, that's something uh, customers usually like to visit. So, uh, so we, we recommend for our customers that you have both. So you have the testimonial page where customers can find those whenever they are like really to, they really, really like to see a lot of them, but then usually the you should also have the like the reviews in other places of your website, and uh, and then especially when uh, you are when customer is getting closer to the decision making uh, point, then you should have reviews supporting the decision. So closer you get to that point, then more important reviews usually are. What in your and 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 I mean, you talk to so many people every businesses every single day about um, you, the services that you offer at Trust Mary. What is one of the main questions that maybe we that the audience didn't pose? What question do you get asked the most? Aside from how much is it? Right. <laughs> like you mean like the uh, something our customers ask from ourselves or yeah, like when they're when they're trying to vet you as a as a supplier. Yeah, that's uh, a lot of times they ask, okay, uh, what is the, like, how many reviews we will get from uh, this amount of uh, oh. feedback or this number of customers? Good question. Like, those are very typical. Um, also, like, how many, how many video reviews we can expect from this amount of uh, answers, et cetera. Those are very typical. Of course, we can provide average numbers from our yeah. data, but... Uh, for, for one single customer, it, it doesn't like tell a lot because there is also a lot of uh, uh, changes between the, or different numbers between the customers. So, um, but yeah, those, that's, that's one example. Uh, maybe I can share one of the numbers, like we, based on current data, we will get a review uh, from 20% of all the respondents uh, will provide a public review. That's a pretty high number in my in my. I opinion. think that's pretty high, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's one few typical questions. And I think also just to support that, because some people are like twenty percent, and then I'm paying all this money. You have to understand you're asking people to do things, and when you have to, when you ask them to do things, they're not as open to do things. Also, people will smile to your face and tell you you're amazing and then talk behind your back. Now, I'm not saying it happens to everybody, but you could say, oh, I have, because I've, I've dealt with this before too. Oh, well, we can use any of these people. 
in our videos. They love me. They love what we're doing. And you contact these people and just like, I don't want to work with them. And it's because they're being yesed. So the thing is that don't come in with preconceived notions that you're going to get a like a 20% average respondent rate is very good. Um, also, if you're going to, <laughs> if you purchased a list and you're using that as the one, oh, why does I have this great list to my database? Let's ask them. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're gonna get a lot of negative ones. You're gonna get blocked. You're gonna get reported. You're gonna get, you're yeah. Gonna get, so make sure that the content that you're going to be sharing is transparent. Understand that when you're dealing with a relate with a review um, generation service, management service, request service, they're going to know all of the skeletons that you have in your closet very quickly. Mm -hmm. And and I'm not saying that to say like, oh my God, what have I done bad? Um, just be open to the response. Like I said before, just say, I got to do this, rip off the bandaid and you'll be pleasantly surprised. Yep. And unless you were mismanaging your company and treating people badly, then if that's the case, you should probably know about it. <laughs> uh, exactly. hundred mm -hmm. percent. It's tough. I think that, you know, I, even when I was starting out like 11 years ago, uh, I, everyone was saying you should get some testimonials. And I was like, Oh, I hate asking people to say nice things about me. Um, it's, it, and then they write something and I'm just like, oh, thanks. Where do I put this? Do I have to put this on my website? And, and then after a while you discover that it, those will help you close without a salesperson. <laughs> you know, it's things that yeah. elevate you that I say that, that I um, put in my email signatures, my Forbes column, people read that and go, oh my gosh, but they don't say it to me. They don't say that yeah. to me. Yeah, you can. Yeah, like my tip for for our like potential customers mo most of the time is that okay, if you are uh, going to buy something new, you don't have experience uh, yet. Uh, do you trust uh, the salesperson more, or do you trust their real customers more when you are kind of, uh, mm -hmm. making a decision? So yeah, that's a pretty pretty clear that most of the time the those people who have the experience already, they have the best knowledge of the of the product or service. And also I think another thing is we haven't discussed, and this is a question, it was kind of like, what's the, what's the ideal customer, what's the ideal company size? Um, is this only for large companies? And I mean, I, I think I just want to kind of take this, uh, make it a little bit more focused and ask you this, how important are having th these local reviews for small businesses that are brick and mortar where people are actually going in and out of them? Uh, local reviews, uh, I, I, maybe I'm, I'm maybe thinking too simple, uh, but uh, like, okay, review is very good when uh, someone can relate him or herself to the review. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, if you are a local business, then of course you need local reviews because that helps the, the local people to relate themselves to the review. If you are a local business and your reviews are in different country, then it doesn't really help to have those reviews right. from somewhere else. Mm -hmm. So from that perspective, it's uh, it's important. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. What, was that uh, what you asked? No, no, I think it was. It was, I think, to kind of like support what you were saying. If you are a local business, um, if we're thinking of, if we're looking at products and services that are sold nationally or they're automated, like you just go to the store and buy them, or you buy them through the website. That's one way because people are gonna be looking at the quality of service, they're looking at the mm -hmm. quality of care, they're looking at the quality of the product. Um, when you're a local business, your reviews will have 
a different feel to them because these people are coming into your home in a way. So they, so yeah. they, a lot of, I know people, some, some local businesses that I've spoke to, they're very like, they, they're watching their Yelp like with like binoculars and they're like across the street looking at their Yelp and like, who's going to do a review? And then like, please give me a good review on Yelp. It's like, do a good job and Yelp will work for you. Make yep. sure that the people that are doing, this is the thing that people are like, how can I affect, uh, they, I, someone came to me, I was consulting them. Oh my God, you'll love this one, Arthur. Okay, they came to me and they said, they were, um, they were a brewery and they said to me, yeah, um, I'm so concerned about my Yelp page. It is absolutely terrible. We do all sorts, we spend so much money on marketing on, on Yelp and look at these reviews. And uh, so can you take a look at this? Tell me what you can do and then give me a price. And I'm just like, okay, I'm not gonna work with you to start with, but I definitely wanna see what your problem is because I think I know what it is. And I was reading through the reviews and it was like completely ignored, terrible service, waited for 20 minutes for a drink, rude bartender, the place was dirty, the music was too loud, the people that were smoking um, were, too, were too close to the door so the inside was smoky. Um, yeah. Someone had a cigar, yeah. then it wasn't it, on and on and on. Yeah. And then yeah. doesn't sound like marketing, uh, marketing challenges. Sounds more like the, they had problems with their service. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's operational. And they said, well, what do you think I, how I could do to like increase my Yelp rating? And I said, close down. I mean, I, you really, I think it's your service is terrible. Your waitresses, they're how they're being trained. Your infrastructure is terrible. And I said, obviously I can't help you with that. And that's, um, there are a lot of things that review can fix, but sometimes when you get those ultra personal reviews and you have control over how personal your service can be, that's when you can really lose people. And that, that I, I'm not sure that that brewery is still around. I think they may have moved and renamed it, mm -hmm. but um, which would be smart. But uh, but yeah, it's it, we we can solve a lot of problems with your reputation. But unfortunately, it's just the same thing if you're if you're selling. If you're selling video game controllers yeah. that have no cords on them, or if you are selling something with an internal battery that is is dead, people are going to complain about these things because they're design flaws. So, yeah. and that so. that's why it's also good to start with customer feedback. You yeah. have a lower barrier to to start asking the feedback, and then when you kind of know what is uh, how you are serving your customers, then you just converting that feedback to review. So that's also one, one good uh, benefit there. So yeah, but you are right. You need to, if you want to get good reviews, you need to provide excellent service. It's interesting too, because we did, um, I did a campaign for um, another brand. Um, I, I'll keep, it was a product and we were, we were doing influencer marketing. So we're, we're reaching out to different, different influencers and then um, we got we got the product. We looked at it, looked great, worked great, perfect, no problem. We sent it to the influencers. It was missing pieces. It was missing parts. The product was damaged. And mm -hmm. what were they doing? They were fulfilling their end of the bargain. They were showing the damaged product, and they were getting and they were saying, "Wow, this is what wasn't what I, wasn't what I expected, but it's great because they're still getting paid for it." And then I said, hey, who's doing the quality control on this, on this ship here? Because like, I mean, you have to send the people that are gonna be like promoting your product really nice things. And they're like, oh, we don't have any infrastructure. And then I said, well, how are you dealing with reviews? Well, Google reviews, our CEO doesn't believe Google reviews are anything that will make a difference for us. And I was like, oh shit, I didn't know that this was like, this was so off the rails. <laughs> um, so it's it's like as marketers, like I we, we uncover things in different stages, um, but, reviews and asking for customer feedback 
is an evergreen concept that I think is important for everybody, especially yeah. if, you know, we, we've done um, surveys for clients that sell online courses. What courses would you like to learn about next? They got an overwhelming response that proved them wrong what they thought the audience was going to want. Yep. It's like that. It's like saving you so much money. Exactly. Um, That's uh, it's a it's a core element on like in every business, anyway. So, so it's only like it's a very good uh, tool in marketing, but it's also core element like to to improve like all the other areas of your business as well. Yeah, it really is. It's 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 a piece of it's an important piece of the entire marketing function. It does. It's not the be all and end all, but you can use it many different ways. Much like you can yeah. use advertising to build your visibility, build your credibility, build sales. To there's there's a whole bunch of different things that you can do with each mm -hmm. one of the aspects. So you just make sure that they speak to each other, um, and that you can incorporate that feedback in a way that you can market and increase your sales and production. So. Yeah. Okay, so in terms of um, how people can find you, where can people find out more about you and Trust Mary? Trustmary.com. That's uh, that's the best best place to find more information. And uh, there's we actually just launched our free product, so excellent. The budget doesn't need to be the limit to start start using our service. So. So yeah, that's uh, that's the best source for information. Always, I'm happy to connect with people in LinkedIn as well. You can find my profile there. Yeah, and I'll throw those I'll throw those links in there. If you wanna, um, if you could just tell me like just briefly what the free product is, so people can check it out. 